Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria and Gabriel and Ashley DeVoe will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space, you're sure to bloom in the waiting room. everyone, welcome to another episode of The Waiting Room. I'm Victoria Mbebiwa. And I'm Ashley Gubo. And we're so happy that you guys are here with us today. So before we get started with this episode, we always want to make sure that we welcome the Lord into the space. So Sister Ashley, if you could just lead us in prayer. (laughs) All righty. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you to say thank you. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love. We thank you for this opportunity to come and share your love and encourage your brothers and sisters and viewers out there to just continue fighting the fight and to keep going and know that the waiting season is meant for good. Father God, we ask that your Holy Spirit come down and that your will be done in this episode. It is in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Amen. And one last thing before we get started, we must shout out our girl, Crystal Itakoya, CEO of WOW Organization, Women Helping Other Women, who without her obedience to God, we wouldn't have this platform and this one-of-a-kind opportunity to do this podcast. So Crystal, shout out to you, girl. Woo! <laughs> so Ashley, guess what we're talking about? Girl, what are we talking about? We are talking about reconciliation. Okay, now. Yes, the okay. importance of forgiveness. Yes. And, you know, it's very interesting how um, I was given this topic. Mm-hmm. I actually, the Lord dropped this topic of re- reconciliation into my spirit during our last podcast. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about identity in Christ. Wow. It just whoop, dropped right in there. Here you go. Yes, girl. <laughs> and, you know, when I think about the word reconciliation, I personally think of the word forgiveness. Yeah. But when I looked it up, it said, the restoration of friendly relations, which mm. is very interesting. Mm. What do you think of when you think of the word reconciliation? What does it mean to you? Well, it's crazy that the definition said restoration, because I think when we were discussing earlier, mm-hmm. restoration comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, peace comes mm-hmm. to my mind to the word peace. Um, it just, you know, make amends with people. So you're able to move forward and do God's will. I feel like, you know, even when it comes to tithing, you know, mm-hmm. God says in his word, before you give me your offering, go and make peace with anybody you have in your heart. So I think it's very important for us to do that. Amen. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, speaking about making amends, when I initially got this word that restoration would be our next reconciliation Mm -hmm. would be um, the next topic of our podcast. I was thinking that the Lord was going to be, you know, having me speak specifically about what I call my re- my reconciliation tour. Mm. Um, so those of you listening are, may not be aware of this, but Ashley, I know you know this. Um, at the end of 2020, specifically Christmas Eve, I lost my best friend. Uh, my mother passed away after a three and a half year battle with cancer. She had multiple cancers, um, but what caused her to no longer be in the natural realm was stage four brain cancer. 
And, you know, my mother was someone um, that was everything to me, right? Yeah. She, it was really me and her and the world. And yeah. so with her passing, there were a lot of people that she was sort of like the buffer for mm-hmm. um, in like familial relationships and other stuff that now that she was no longer the in-between person, mm-hmm. I now had to engage with uh, directly. And so I was thinking the Lord was going to have me speak specifically about reconciliation with my father, Mm. Um, because, you know, he was not a major part of my upbringing or anything like that. But after my mother's passing, he's been making an effort to try and be there more, um, be more in my life, be more present. Gotcha. But, um, you know, we're, we're doing this, we're, we're doing this episode in April. My mother's birthday is also in April. And April 6th, I actually um, went to the place that I had scattered her ashes, and I had a very deep encounter with God that day. Mm-hmm. And he let me know that, you know, you know, it's cool to still talk a little bit about that reconciliation tour, but he wanted me to focus more so on me reconciling with him. Wow. Yes, girl. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord, what you mean? You know, I'm like, oh, we're good. You know, I'm tired of my time, you know, give my 2.4 each day. You know what I'm saying? Get up, get my prayers on, you know what I mean? Be yeah. my devotionals. But, you know, the Lord was like saying, no, beyond that. Because, and, and you know, Ashley, you, you know this, you've been a part of this with me. When we were, when my mother was just going through the worst of the cancer, um, we had spent hours praying, sending all these prayers yeah. up just for her healing, just for her restoration. And we were believing in God that we were going to see it in the natural. Mm-hmm. But the Lord had other plans. Yeah. He had other <laughs> plans for her healing, for her, her pain-free life yeah. to be one of eternal life. Mm-hmm. And girl, I, I, I want to be real, real with you. I... I thought I was going to have a Lazarus moment <laughs> when they when they told me that she had passed and I was in New York. You're not alone. <laughs> I got there a day before she had passed. And I was thinking, you know, I'm like Jesus. I'm like Jesus in this moment. I, I, I got to go and be the person to pray over her because I've been working on my faith. Yeah. And, you know, God's going to do this, you know, or a gyrus moment where, you know, everybody can say that she is dead. But no, 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 she's asleep. She's asleep. I'm gonna lay hands on her and, and she's gonna raise back up and, and this is gonna be a miracle that God's gonna do for my mother. Mm. And I did that when no one was in the space with me and it was just me and her and nothing happened. At least nothing to my natural eye happened. Wow. And what the Lord let me know when I was in the place where her ashes were in that quiet space, he said that you didn't forgive me for letting you down. Because that was the biggest thing that I was believing in God for. And because it didn't turn out the way I expected it to, mm-hmm. I trusted him less going forward with other things in my life. Mm. And so he's like, I want you to talk to the people today about the need to reconcile with him. The things that we get angry and upset and frustrated with God about that we need to recognize his will in it and forgive so that we can go forward in proper alignment. So he gave that to me and said, that's the focus of this episode. And with that being said, Ash, I just wanted to know from you, 
a time where you felt as though God really let you down and you had to reconcile with him before you could move forward on something? Um, wow. Yeah. I think for me, I've expressed to you, my mother, you know, has always been the biggest stronghold, yeah. the biggest situation where I've had to learn to forgive. Um, you know, prior to moving to North Dakota, um, I was men mentally screwed up where yeah. I was hitting myself in my head and a voice at the end would be like, go and register yourself into a psychiatric center, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and I th there were many occasions, like for instance, with my mom, when I, she found that I almost committed suicide, she said she should have done it. So this was the same woman, quote unquote, of God, who would speak in tongue, <laughs> who would manipulate the word of God. And here I am trying to know who God is right. and who would also tell me that I was, I'm a mistake and that I should be, uh, I should have been left in a dumpster and that I will never amount to anything. And I used to be mad at God because I'm like, Lord, why would you pick this woman to be my mother? Why would you allow me to go through this? why it hurts i'm crying out and and I, I love myself i can't see anything good about myself i don't even know why you allowed me to exist why i used to literally yell at god jesus forgive me we thank you for forgiving me i'll be like god why am i up again why you know yeah. why am i here yeah. like what do you see in me why don't you kill me already you know what i mean because yes, it's like sure. i couldn't have the audacity or the strength to kill myself so you know, me moving to North Dakota, like I used to have this bit of comparison when I saw others who didn't even care. Their life looked good, right? Looked mm -hmm, good. Mm -hmm. And here I am trying to do right by God and trying to seek God. And it looked like I'm going through the worst of the worst. And I had to step outside of myself and understand what Paul was talking about in the New Testament, that mm -hmm. to count it all joy when you endure trials and tribulations and to understand that these things that I'm going through, they're not in vain, that God's going to use them for his kingdom, for his glory. And I had to understand they needed, they were necessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? And until I took the time to really seek God, like we spoke about last time um, mm -hmm. with the identity and understand who God is and how he viewed me. So therefore the word, you know, the enemy, it wasn't my mom. It was the enemy using my mom. So God had to help me see that it's not, it's not her. It's just spiritual. So I think that, that those are events where it was just like, it was hard to forgive her. And every time that I tried to, there was always something that happened that would cause me to be more angry at her and, and be mad at God. So um, until I truly went to God and, you know, ask him to just reveal to me what's hidden inside my heart. Because I'm like, yeah, I forgive her, God. I'm not just don't want nothing to do with her. I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. I don't want to, like, speak to her. She better not say hi to me. Like, I'll... right. You know how many times you're like, yeah, we good, but don't talk to me, fam. We right. good, but don't talk to me. Right. So, but then I had to sit there and be like, why am I giving a reaction? Am I, have I truly forgiven her? And then it goes back to the word of God, word of God when it said, you know, before you commit an offering to me, if you got some, somebody, go go make amends, go make right with them. And I was like, okay, Lord, this is important. Forgiveness is important. I have to, one, forgive her, forgive myself, and most importantly, you know, learn to forgive you and understand this was not meant to harm you, to kill you. Because God always turned it around for his children, you know? So That's so true. And, you know, you mentioned something that's so profound, like just the importance of asking the Lord to search your heart. Yeah. Right. Because oftentimes 
we get to certain places in our life where we feel like, oh, we ain't gotta be good. Mm-hmm. But the one thing we must always understand is that there's never gonna be a time where we fully understand God. Yes. The word of God says that his ways and thoughts are higher. Higher, yeah. So we, we gotta check in. Mm-hmm. We gotta make sure that it's not just our flesh saying, yeah, yeah, you good. Mm-hmm. And we're really coming into alignment when God checks our heart and sees that we actually have forgiven and there isn't anything that is you know, that we're holding on to. Yes. And just, you know, going back to the situation with my mom, that's that's what you said really just speaks to that situation. Right. Because, you know, immediately after all of that happened, I was in a shock, you know, by the lack of change in her mm. in, in her physical status. But I still I spoke the words. I spoke the faith words. I was like, okay, that means that she's been healed in the in eternal life. That's that's good. This right. is a good thing. You know, just trying to pop myself up and yeah. convince myself, like, yeah, yeah, we're good with that. Mm. As opposed to saying... Being honest about how you really feel. Right. Down. Being honest or asking the Lord to search my heart. Mm-hmm. To make sure that <laughs> I'm not just giving lip service, but on a deeper level, I'm yeah. actually come to a place of a full understanding of this. Mm-hmm. And full agreement that, that the Lord's way is the best way and yeah. the best outcome for her in this situation. And it was in that conversation with God that I had that I realized I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't do the work necessary. Mm-hmm. I thought because of my human understanding of the word of God that I could just talk my way through it. And then you'd be good. And then you'd be good. But now there's 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 more to it. There's so much more to it. God has to reveal more things to yeah. us for sure. And so, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of times, you know, a few ways in which the word of God just talk, just constantly tells us to forgive. And so I wanted to uh, uh, just talk about a few scripture passages that I found out myself on reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colossians 3.13 says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive. Matthew 6.14 says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. Hmm. And finally, Matthew 6.15 says, but if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. So though we know what the word God says about reconciliation, and we know what happens when we don't forgive, this doesn't always make forgiveness an easy task. I mean, no man. Okay, <laughs> both of us have already gone through that. It's a process. It, it totally is. It's a daily thing. <laughs> okay, it is a walk, step by step, step. Baby step. shuffle <laughs> by shuffle. You know. Um, so Ash, I just want to know. You've talked a little bit about your mom, but I wanted to know um, just the time in your life where forgiveness seemed like too tall of an order. Anything else that may have happened to you in your life where you just felt like. Forgiveness is not something I can do here. Um, I mean, no here, but I think for me, um, it was learning how to forgive myself. Hmm. Um, you know, I I, think, I don't think I ever shared it with you, but I did share it with like a few people mm-hmm. um, when I got. Great, <laughs> went to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, I blamed myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's your fault. No one's gonna believe you. You know, this is all people gonna see you. You know, the, the disease. I'm gonna call it a disease. You sure. know, of the you know the ways of the enemy has 
had gotten to the root of my heart mm-hmm. where, um, you know, what my mom would say, I was living it, if that makes sense. Okay. And when I would come to God about all the things that I did in North Dakota, the life that I was living, um, even though the word of God says, you know, when you come to Christ, you have been washed, you have been made new. I still felt dirty, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I still felt like I, I, I was uh, I, I was guilty of a lot of things and I felt like God couldn't use me. I wasn't good enough because, you know, how am I going to speak life to someone um, who I was just um, living the same lifestyle as and they were aware of it? Like, how am I going to speak about God and what the word of God says? And, and and a lot of time I feel like because I didn't forgive myself, it held me back from speaking mm-hmm. the word of God and the love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So um, I know a lot of time God's had to reveal. So I'm like, Lord, forgive me. I'm so sorry, Jesus. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. And God's like, I've already forgiven you. Have you forgiven yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it wasn't easy because, you know, again, my mindset was all screwed up. You know what I mean? You know, and I'm always really hard on myself. Right. Um. And the Holy Spirit revealed that to me. It was like, you need to extend grace, <laughs> you know? And I still struggle with it sometimes. I'm just like, oh, you got to do better. You got to, because, you know, this is how I was raised. You got to do better. You got to give your best. If it's not enough, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really learning to just forgive myself so I can truly receive God's love and walk in his will. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do it until I laid that down and said, God, search my heart. Search what's inside my heart. Search what's inside of me. Why am I reacting this way? Why am I still in this mindset? Like, what's going on? So I had to arm myself up with the armor of God every day and ask the Holy Spirit to help me how to forgive myself, how to love myself the way um, God sees me. Right. Isn't it just so crazy how when you're the victim of mm-hmm. something, the enemy can just replay all of these words, all of yeah. these things that you hurt in your life to make you feel like you're at fault yeah in a situation where you were most certainly the victim yeah yeah <laughs> so and is he's a, you know he's the father of lies for a reason he's a he's a manipulator he is a uh you know person or spirit <laughs> confusing so confusion so it's kind of like you said you know he confused the heck out of me and I had to get back to the root, the root of Christ and, and see what the word of God said and believe it and claim it and not only claim it, but live in it too. Yeah. Um, answering the same question. Similarly, um, you know, the Lord had, and I've mentioned this to you before, um, the Lord had reminded me of a of sexual assault that I experienced when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple of months ago, it was something that had been very, 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 very deep in my mind. Yeah. But you know, the, the amazing thing about God is when He brings something to the forefront, it's not to terrorize us. No. It's because <laughs> He's about to address it. He's about to heal us. From yeah. It. But we have to know the truth. We got to know what's going on at the root, mm-hmm. so that the soil and land, everything gets to be healed. Yeah. In us, and so. Uh, he reminded me that when I was six years old, still living in Brooklyn, New York, I was sexually assaulted by an upstairs neighbor, um, a girl who was eight years old. And this happened for a period of about two years. And, you know, she, you know, touched me in very inappropriate manners. And it was something that I was just, I was too young to understand what was going on. 
she made it seem like we were playing, but everything felt weird and I didn't understand why. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was, this experience had ramifications that led into my adulthood. Me having, you know, questions about my sexuality, not understanding why certain things were blurry to me. Yeah. And then, you know, the day that the Lord re-revealed this to me, it was like, it was like the curtain had opened and yeah. I was just like, I remember I cried that day for a very long time because I just lamented my childhood. Yeah. You know, I was like, innocence was stolen from me. And, you know, the Lord was saying, you have to forgive her because there was a spirit that was working in her that had her doing these things to you. Yeah. You know, we, we, we pray for the people, we pray against the spirit that has them do what is against mm -hmm. God's will. And I remember it took a while for me to get there because I just lamented all of the things that I felt like I missed out of because mm -hmm. of that experience. And not even remembering that I had that experience and just wondering, you know, like yeah. you, just, you have all of these questions and you have no idea where it's coming from. But, you know, even though it took some time, I was like, I remembered, you know, the Lord forgave me. Yeah, Lord forgave me <laughs> sure for all the, the terrible things, big and small that I did. So yeah. I was like, I gotta be able to forgive this person. Yeah, and and I need to be free and healed of this thing because I don't want to see this girl, no matter how um, long down the line it is, and still be ho holding and harboring that. Because when we have hold unforgiveness, which is iniquity, people. When we, okay, the Lord hates that. So, and, and we should hate it too, because when you hold on to that, it does more damage to you yes, it does. than it does <laughs> to the person that you think you're, you know, holding yeah. that grudge against. Um, so yeah, so, you know, forgiveness seemed like a tall order because I remembered all the things that I lost. Mm. But what the Lord reminded me is through reconciliation, through forgiveness, you get restoration. Yes, ma'am. Okay. He restores us. Amen now. So it'd be like we never even lost it. Okay, so my next question for you, Ash, is when was a time when you did something, you did something unforgivable in your eyes, but you were able to reconcile with the other person? Um Honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna lie to you. I think it's kind of like where I went back to like, it's just, you know, with everyone else, it's always been easy to just forgive or go and humble myself. Okay. Um, I've always been, it's always been like me being, how to put this, like really hard on myself and okay. really forgive and move past it. Like I was still, you know, it goes back to the word of God. I wish I knew my word of God, but where God okay. says, you know, to not live in the past, right. you know, and I've always been a person to be stuck in the past and still trying to see what I could have done better. Like, right. I could have done this, I could have done this, I could have done this. And then God's like, hey, 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 mind your business. You're here, you're here, right. you're here. Right. Just, just move forward. Right. Keep your eyes on me. Seek first the kingdom of God. And, and it was always a hard thing for me because I was always like, oh, I wish I could have done this or like my DUI, you know, as I told you, like mm -hmm. that moment, I'm like, dang, Lord, I'm so mad at you. You could have, you know, prevented me that one time I drink and you were longer to get a, da -da 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 -da. and I'm like, ah, you're so stupid. And I went back to, you know, the same mindset, like you're, you're all screwed up. Like, what if you didn't give that person a ride? What if you stayed home? And I was missing the big picture. Like I was 
acting on my flesh and not really asking the Holy Spirit to teach me why God allowed me to to go through that. Yeah. So I hope I'm answering your question. But um, it's really is a mindset for me. That's something that's been really, really challenging for me, like with everything. And and because I know one thing God has given me is the spirit of humility, like the humbleness. So if I do even my mom, like I would go and even ask her whatever I did, because again, we're human. We don't know that. Well, sometimes we hurt people and we don't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? And God had to teach me that, like, I could have hurt you. That's why I'm always, you know, I give right. that communication with you. One right. thing you know about me is like, yeah. hey, are we good? Is there anything I could do better? Is there anything I've done? It's not so like, oh, I'm trying to be perfect. No, but I just know I think that I'm human. Yeah. We all are. And sometimes we do things without even realizing. That's why God said, when you come before me, you know, for forgiveness, ask forgiveness for, for both the ones that you know you've done and some mm -hmm. that you don't even know that you've done. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's always been a thing for me, just that mindset of being in the past and being hard on myself and feeling like I'm a miss on all my blessings and that I'm going to go to hell and that I'm messed up. So learning to understand what grace is and how forgiveness work and making sure that my heart is always right because, you know, like I mentioned to you, we don't know what tomorrow holds. I, I could I could die tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Only God knows. So I don't allow any opportunity for Satan to be messy in my life. Oh, that goes with okay. people. So if I've done something wrong, I will humble myself and go and make it right. And I have to have that same attitude toward myself. And I'm learning to do that, if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. You know, oftentimes, like, because, like, forgiveness is something a lot of folks have too much pride to get into. Yeah. Having a normal routine of checking in. Mm -hmm. Hey, are we good? Have I done something that has offended you? you right. Know I mean? Like, it, it's, it has a healing effect, not just on the other person, but on you. Right. You know, and so it, it keeps you from being in a space where you do anything that you yeah. do is unforgivable. Right. Because you're letting God be at the center of these things and, right. you're, and you're allowing him to check your heart, check your actions, and make sure that you take actionable steps in terms of addressing other people who may have been hurt by something. Right. So that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's really, really good. And just to pick you back on what you said, because in this day and age we live in, Satan is working with this like, I, 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 pride, pride, pride. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm right. And you wrong. So I don't have to go. And God's like, no. Sometimes <laughs> God don't do that to us. No, you don't be like I'm right, so you a sinner. I hate you. Like right. you don't do that. He'd be like, good. he come come here. Well, you know, you know he's not. He's right. good. Right. But it's like how how we're supposed to express the love of Jesus Christ when we are here showing ill feelings to word people. Like, right. oh, I don't care. You mess up. You screwed up. So I don't care about you. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. That's not how the love of Jesus Christ works. He says, go and love others as I have loved you. Forgive others as I have forgiven you. He didn't say, hey, forgive them this way. Forgive them that way when you want them. Because I know we've had situations where I'm like, you say, I don't want to talk to her, Jesus. And I've been like, I don't want to talk to her, God. I had to do that. Y'all better, better talk. Talk. Talk right. it out. Right. And then once we talk it out, and, and, and through, you know, with forgiveness, you also have to make sure your heart is open. Right. You know, and making sure the Holy Spirit is present. Because right. sometimes 
you don't want to go approach the situation and you haven't prayed about it. So, you know, one thing about us, you know, we always pray about everything yeah. that we do. Yeah. Just asking the Holy Spirit to come and intervene and just like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I took it wrong and, right. and, you know, making, making right, you know, restoration and reconciliation, exactly. you know, exactly. so. No, that's because <clears throat> like, one last thing about that, then um, I'll answer <clears throat> the question as well, because, you know, when you allow the Holy Spirit to be in the middle of that, it's not your agenda anymore. <laughs> no. Like, there have been times where, you know, I'm coming to you and, and I'm thinking I'm going to say one thing and the Holy Spirit just had to say pour it out. Pour it out. Listen, the Holy Spirit is funny. The Holy Spirit is funny. I know there are times I'll first of all, I'm like, Lord, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to still try to make it seem like I'm right. And make it seem like, no, you're not. I was like, oh. Right. Okay, that's not how it works. And then it goes back to like marriage. You know, like I told you, I know it's, it's a little off topic, but even in marriage, our relationship is right. needed. Right. It's really needed where it's like, you know, you sit there the first and say, hey, yeah. are we good? I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be rude. You right. know, you right. know, let me tone it down a little. It's right. just learning the person and making the first step so you can just make things all good. Amen now. Now, for me answering the same question, um, something that I did that was unforgivable in my eyes was having an abortion. So um, I'm turning 32 this year. A big three two. A girl is But back in but back in the day, amen. But back in the day, in my mid 20s, when I was 26 years old, I was a disillusioned young woman who um, treated her wounds with alcohol, drugs, and a lot of hanky panky time that she does, right? And so it was. So it was during this time in my mid twenties. Um, I was I was going through a promiscuous phase. Yeah. And um, I had sexual relations with two guys <laughs> in one week, and um, I ended up getting pregnant. And at the time, I was heavily drinking. Mm -hmm. I was drinking to forget because my life was to me was just that terrible. And so yeah. alcohol was that. That was my medicine. That was how I healed. And so <laughs> healed, we'll put quotes, air quotes on that. And um, it was so bad that I didn't realize that I was pregnant until after I'd missed my period. Mm -hmm. And now, so I'll give you, you know, get, get slightly political for just a moment. I, at the time, always believed that I was pro-choice because I felt that, you know, having the government have say-so over a woman's body just felt particularly icky to me. Yeah. Um, but I never thought that I would be in a situation where I would have to choose between keeping my child or not keeping my child because I always thought that I would be prepared mm -hmm. to have a baby. Um, so this put me in a, in a, in a situation that I never thought I would be in. Right. And though, you know, the world says 26 years old, you're grown, you're ready. I still felt like I hadn't lived. I still yeah. felt like a baby. I still felt like I, I needed my mom <laughs> so to be a mom did it, it it wasn't something that I could wrap my mind around and so I chose to have that abortion and it was the most difficult decision that I ever made in my life to date mm -hmm. and I lost a bit of myself when I made the decision to do that and I felt so much shame so much ridicule 
I, I felt just so disgusting. And I felt like there was no way that God could forgive me. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the time, I wasn't being aware of the way I am. I wasn't yeah. having a real relationship with God, but I did have a come to Jesus moment in, in that time. And I was just like, God can never forgive me for doing something so terrible, for acting in such a terrible manner. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I remember the Lord speaking to me in that time and saying, I've already forgiven you. I've already given you grace and I've already forgiven you. Don't do this again. <laughs> but I've already forgiven you. Yeah. I just need you to forgive yourself. You know what I mean? And you know, I just wanted to take a pause for a moment just to speak directly to you guys. You know, Ash and I, we 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 speak about very deep, very dark parts of our lives. Not because we're going out for shock value or anything like that. It's because we've come to a, such a spiritual he- place of healing that we can talk about these things, knowing that we're not shackled by shame. No. Know that we're no, no longer <laughs> shackled by these sins that we committed because we know that Jesus Christ has fully forgiven us. Yeah. And we hope that by sharing the painful parts of our past, we can encourage and inspire those of you who are still walking in these paths, yeah. that you're not alone that we see you, we're here for you. And we just want to encourage you that telling your story is something that is going to heal you as well as bring, exactly, as well as bring healing to other people. So, you know, that's why we do this. We we have tons of hot moments. We do, trust me. We are humble, open, and transparent, just like our pastors want us to be. And so with that, the last question that I have for you, Ash, um, in our prompt section. Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> Reconciliation is that deep. We we, we have to get into dig, it. Dig. We got to dig into okay. it. Forgiveness, dig on, forgiveness sister, is, dig just, on. is too important. There are a lot of people who are holding grudges yes. and holding on to things that aren't their portion. So I'm praying that we can set some folks free with this. In Jesus' name, they'll be free. We got to speak it into existence. Got to speak it into existence. Yeah. And so this last question is just meant to empower people. Forgiveness is a process, as we've said. Yes. What is your step-by-step process of forgiving someone? How do you forgive that? How do I? (laughs) (laughs) No. Let the the Holy Spirit flow, girl. Come on. Listen. Yes. The Holy Spirit is my first. My first to-go person, to Mm -hmm. go to. Um, One thing I ask God is to help me be aware be aware of how I feel toward people. Um, so let's say, let's say you, right? Mm-hmm. You've done something that just crazy wrong. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to cut her off. Listen, let me tell you, old Ashley yeah. will chop you off, block you off. You would not have no weight into my life. Right. That was my mindset. Right. <laughs> like, you done me wrong. Like, I'm going to my own Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I used to change my number right. and all of that mess, right? right? And I really just didn't want nothing to do with you. But because I'm learning to, you know, I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me in every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say I'm good or I forgive you, babe, and I see you all of a sudden, like I'm treating you different. Like I don't want, I can't even say hi to you. You say hi to my art is like, <laughs> I've been trying to, you know, forgive me. So that's when I had to go to God and ask the Holy Spirit. Why am I still reacting some type of way towards you? 
why does your presence <laughs> annoy me? Right. Why does it bring me back? Right. You get what I'm saying? Some, and, and, and like we said, forgiveness is a process. So just right. go into the Holy Spirit and every day, every step of the moment, like, Lord, what is hidden inside my heart that I don't know? Help me to see it. So when I see Vic or that person that did something to me, I could love him with the love of Jesus. And because of the fruit of the spirit that's in me, right? Because, you know, forgiveness, I feel like it's, it's, it could be a fruit of the spirit too. Oh, for sure. But um, that person will be like, whoa, I did that person wrong and dirty. Why Why did not hating me or treating me different? Why are they, you know, treating me with the love of God? Like, what's so different about them? So I feel like forgiveness, like God asks us to do that. It's a way to win souls for God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I think that is like a step-by-step -step for me, just asking God to reveal to me what's, what's the hidden agenda, what's inside of me. And then going in prayer and asking the Holy Spirit to help me walk in it, to actually do better and be better. And it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes maybe, you know, God be like that. God is, he does whatever he needs to suddenly, you know. And there are times where he gotta prepare me and, and help me. And I think we had a discussion earlier where I might see someone and I'm thinking I'm good, and God tests me to see, am I really good? And I see the person, I still feel a little something. That's why I'm like, okay, Lord, is it something? Does that person remind me of past hurt? Is it the person or is it something that has happened in the past mm -hmm. that I'm still holding on to? I haven't really surrendered to God. Mm -hmm. so there's a way that I do it amen well you've pretty much said it all Ashley uh, so we are going to move on <laughs> to our wrap up section uh, we just want to let you guys out there know that you can keep up with WOW organization that's women helping other women okay. by going to www.wow that's w-h-o-w network.org and for our call to action section we're talking about some ways our listeners can begin reconciling with others and rebuilding the bridges of important relationships. Mm. How can you go about doing this? Break the ice by communicating about the issue. Yes. As Ashley talked about, first time, sometimes yeah. your communication has to begin with God. Yes. You have no, sometimes we have no idea what needs to be reconciled. Mm -hmm. But who better than the God of the universe who knows all things? Yes. Uh, than to consult him with what you need to um, forgive or be forgiven for. Yeah. Um, ask questions instead of assuming the answers as mm -hmm. to why the person acted the way they did. How many times have we just assumed that we know why you were acting crazy the other mm -hmm. day instead of just going to the person and saying, well, why did you do that? Right, because the spirit of assumption just creeps as like, well, no, 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 mm -hmm. you never know, because that's how Satan works. You give him any little foothold, any little crack, he comes in and you shh, take a whole month. Take a whole, and that's what, like you said, mm -hmm. ask, yes. don't assume. Yes. Address the person. If you're scared, go in prayer. Lord, I don't like confronting people, but I, you know, I don't want to assume something. Let me go to the person and see what's going on. Yeah. We've done that multiple times. I'm sure like, Vic, you good? Did I do right. something? Right. And then I, sometimes you got to just have that quiet time and play a certain situation. Oh, I probably did treat that person that way. Like, let me make sure they know I didn't mean to, or maybe I was having a bad day. Cause we're human. We're gonna have those days where we do something we didn't mean to. And that's exactly. why you go and you make sure, you know, we good. But go ahead. No, you, that's exactly right. You expanded upon that. That's very good. Um, take your time. Forgiveness is a process. And one step at a time is powerful progress, right? It's not something that happens overnight depending on what was done to you, depending on what you did to someone else, yeah. space 
and time are very important when it comes to healing. Yes. And, and that comes from proper forgiveness and being forgiven. So don't feel that this is something you have to rush. Just going to God or just saying, declaring, yes, I am going to forgive this person. That's a declarative statement. That's an action. That's a first step. And then trust that the Lord will order the rest of your steps from there. Yeah. And then finally, be intentional with your words. When you say you forgive someone, don't hold the wrongdoing over their head. Yes. Ashley had, had talked about this before. If you notice that you're seeing this person and every time you see them, there's a little something that's there, ask the Lord what that little something is. Yeah. Because true forgiveness, there's freedom in I that. was just about to say that. I'm like, look at the Lord. Hey. I was like, and you let them know. Once hey. you, forgive, you, know, you forgive that person, you're able to be free. That bondage, that heaviness, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for instance, like my mom, because I forgive her, listen, I reach out to her. I don't care if she don't be so bad. Right. I don't care if she leaves your bed. Right. I'm in love with the love of Jesus. You know why? Because I'm free. Mm-hmm. I am free in Jesus' name. I am healed. I've forgiven her. I know it wasn't her. It was Satan, the spirit of confusion in her, right. trying to confuse me. So they fought to love her. One day she's like, wait, why? Like, it's Jesus. Right. It's Jesus. I don't have nothing towards you. Right. It feels good because I, I, you know, I, I feel good. God forbid, you know, if God say Ashley you die tomorrow, I can honestly say, guys, I have nobody in my heart, and I refuse to let the enemy put or make me feel ill feelings towards somebody, toward God's children. For what? Right. When you forgiven, you gotta be able to forgive. Amen. And so, everyone, we are so grateful that you have joined us again for another episode of The Waiting Room. Until next time, I'm Victoria Udeviva. And I'm Ashley Dubot. All right, y'all have a good evening. Bye. Stay blessed.